and uh, yeah, so so I will be in contact about that. And Walden, I will write you if I or I'll even call you and tell you yes, I found it. Sounds great. I appreciate that. I I know I have it here. I okay. just don't know where it is. Yeah. So I will be looking, and I'll let you guys know. And if if something comes up, I'll talk to you later. Otherwise, I will talk to you next week. Sounds great. Number 23, volume 23 is uploading now. I recompressed it, and we'll try again. Great. Thank you so much. Okay. You have a great Talk to you guys later. Bye-bye. Okay. Family, first family called in for the night, 714-545-2071. Give us a call. We're here. We're happy to be here. And the phone is ringing. Hello there. You're on the air. You know, I thought I'd call early tonight because after I hang up on you guys, I'm going to turn off my radio. I won't be listening to you guys because Santa Claus came to my house Uh-oh. and and brought me some goodies and it came all the way from Florida and uh-huh. and um, it wasn't oranges or grapefruit, uh-huh. but, it, but it came as uh, like the whisperers <laughs> and, and, and all that kind of good stuff and after I... I gave Santa Claus his milk and cookies, and he took off, but he left me all these Goodies. great programs, that, <clears throat> in which I'm I'm set for the rest of my life. Uh oh. Well, don't you know you know? I had to feed extra ponies for that one. But don't you know she didn't really? She just sent you blank CD. There's nothing on them. <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> uh, also, the um, CD that Patricia got for me, and she should have gotten it yesterday. Um, there's a post. It's called the Smith Family, and it's a hor- well, I think, I think it's horrible, but I, um, Patricia can stack it and show that. The Smith Family, you know who, you know what, uh, who played? And the one, the one guy played, um, what's his name? That's Harry Von Hill, right? And Arthur Treacher? Uh, and Arthur Treacher. Okay, who played the, uh, who played Bonzel. the, who played the daughter on that show? I can't remember now. And, and she later changed her name to and became a famous movie actress. Who is, who is still with us and she'll be in Seattle with us next year. I haven't heard it in so long. I don't know, Walden. I can't remember. Well, her, her current name, it, it wasn't the same name that she used for the series. It's Terry Moore. Oh. Well, I, I know Harry. Come about... on, Ron. She, she be more aside. Like, you went all that time working on the good stuff and you say, oh, okay. Well, so I, I, I sent her that. <laughs> I thought she might not like it, but I thought... Oh, and Patricia, I know you have some Armist books, but do you have um, the auditions of Armist books? I do not think... Okay, good, good. Don't get it. I'm going to say... Because you know why? There were, I think, two audition shows that Mr. Conklin was played by somebody else. And in this particular Mr. Conklin, you think he was pompous with um, Joe Gordon, this guy was even worse. I mean, oh. I mean, it was, I mean, he was really, really aggressive in his in his mannerisms. But uh, I, I want you to. Can you imagine having Shirley Booth being Miss Brooks? I just didn't seem to work, did it? No, no, no. Well, anyway, I'm I'm gonna send you those later on as soon as I get them. But. Uh, yeah, and um, I think. Um, if you ever heard the audition of the Halls of Ivy, that was not the same. Know, um, that was not the same. You know, Gil we, Gordon, Gil, didn't Gil Gordon play um, Doctor Hall? Uh, yeah. Yeah, and, and it just wasn't the same chemistry. Oh, um, the audition show was when he was trying to see if he got reelected. 
to be the professor Correct. Teacher at the college. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I got that. Do you have that, Patricia? No, I do not have that one, and I have something to tell you. Uh-oh. Are you going to tell me something? I opened the envelope from you with the CDs in it, and I went through them, and I said, oh, The Smiths of Hollywood, I love that show. Well, what, of Hollywood? Yeah, The Smiths of Hollywood, I love that show. You like that show? I really like it, and I don't have any, and I was so happy when I opened it. Thank you. That's why I couldn't stand, but anyway, <laughs> okay, I'm glad you like it. Oh, gosh. And I sent you Hawaii, a couple of Hawaii calls to make you um, feel the the um, waves of Hawaii and stuff like that, you know. Um, yeah, it's fun. It's fun uh, uh, trading stuff like this because it's like um, Christmas in July or August and stuff, you know. Our own Christmases. Yeah. And we get all excited and the ponies come and bring all these goodies and then I send the ponies back with hopefully some stuff for you and yeah, it's fun, it's fun, fun. Um, unfortunately, Walden and Patricia, my computer went down to... Oh, no! Oh, no! But um, it didn't crash, okay? And it's still on the warranty, so it shouldn't be too bad, but um, yeah. What happened? Oh. Did you get couldn't turn it on one day or what? what? No, I mean, we tried, it says error and all kinds of stuff in the talking mode and we're trying to get rid of all these um, errors and stuff and my mouse just slowed down and mm -hmm. just it wouldn't move at, at a certain point and so. No virus poison girls? I had to go bring it back to Best Buys and then they're going to see what they can do. But but I have other C, um, MP3 players in my house. Okay. So I can play Patricia's stuff, you know. Oh, because I I made sure that I have several MP3 players because I I I, I don't wanna I don't well, want you, to miss any well, of the programs. Now you can you can listen to us on your iPhone, right? Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. I can listen to you, and I have a inter. I have your I have you on my iPhone. I have you on my internet radio, and I have you on my computer, and uh, so I have all kinds of Patricia and Walden all over the place. <laughs> we are all over. I love it. I go outside. I carry my iPhone. I come back in the house. I shut my iPhone and turn my internet radio. And by the way, Walden, I can hook my internet radio and my iPhone to some Bose speakers. Oh, wonderful. And, Whoa! And Patricia, when I listen to those band remotes, uh -huh. that's what I'm gonna do. Hook it up to my Bose, and it's gonna make the fidelity of the remotes even more exciting. Do you have one of those surround sound Bose setup, or do you? Have, I have the mono ones. Oh no, I have the surround sound. Wow! Whoa! Wow! So whenever, so whenever you know, I receive stuff in the mail. Um, and I used to old old time radio. It's just like listening to a console, you know, when we were little. Um, and we had these big console radios. And um, do you ever hook up your keyboard to the Bose speakers? Yeah. Wow. Can Patricia and I come over to hear your concert? You know, I cannot wait. I re I really hope that it's in this lifetime of ours. Yes. <laughs> we will definitely get to get to kind of meet each other, Absolutely. each other hugs, because Absolutely. because we 
we've been talking enough on the telephone <laughs> and trying to figure out how Patricia can be so young at what she is, you know, and stuff. And it's time that we kind of find out for real, you know, what Patricia's really like in person, you know. Uh, you know, I'm, a, I'm your girl, so... Well, yeah, like you guys know just by talking to me that I'm such an awesome individual. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I agree. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Every time I look at the mirror, I get more conceited. <laughs> you guys are just terrible. <laughs> I know. But, Patricia, you made my day. I, I tell you, when, 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 I, when I went to the mill drop and box and found all these goodies from Patricia. I said, oh my gosh, I can't. Why did I have to come on a Saturday night? Because now I have to debate whether I want to continue to listen to um, Walter and Patricia or just shut them out and listen to what I got in this package here, you know? Well, you got two ears. You can have, you can have both of them going at the same time. Wait a minute. There is no choice here. Excuse what? me. Uh, okay. Okay. I mean, we're going to be here only for tonight. That's true. Got your CDs all over. I, I could make some sacrifices, can I? But you know, um, hey, listen. Also, um, I, 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 I want um, you guys to know that um, I look forward to Saturday nights because you know I always wonder what you guys are going to have on tap. Hey, by the way, I have a. If I can talk my friend into. Coming on, not not somebody that you, you you met, but somebody different. He was the one that started me in collecting in the early 70s, okay, old radio shows. And he um, had a radio show in Hawaii, um, and, and he was the one that I didn't realize the old radio shows existed, and um, he... And I, he sends me some goodies now that I send to Patricia also. And, um, um, yeah, you got to meet him on the phone. He's a real nice guy. Oh. And um, But the reason why he, he cannot call is because he lives in a country um, in Arizona. <laughs> the problem is they don't have cable. Um, their their dial-up is like the old-fashioned kind, you know? Okay. And so it drops off with or always rebuffering or whatever. So he cannot really listen to you guys because um, it, it just will drop off every so often. But, um, and he doesn't have an iPhone like me. Uh, and so, but one day I, I'd like to make a conference call. I'll call him and call you guys and you gotta meet him. Cause he, he still, he and I, uh, we look for things that we, we don't have and with Patricia's help also, and we have so much fun finding all these new stuff. And he was the one that sent me the Smith in Hollywood or whatever. Would you so. him thank you? Because I do appreciate it. I, I can't believe you don't like it. Don't. I just love that show. Well, I'm glad you like it. <laughs> Since you like it, just enjoy it then. But, uh, yeah, I want you to meet. His name is Dennis, and... And he's a real nice guy, and uh, you like him. I know you will. Oh, and he, he, he's a good trivia person. He knows a lot about radio shows and stuff. And he had a, he collected a lot of reel-to-reel Walden when 
reel to reel. You know, we we all collected reel to reel tapes. Yep. Before cassette. Yep. So he got the stuff. By the way, Walden, what are you gonna do with your cassettes? Are you starting to download on CDs or what? Um, I'm having friends. I it's, it's nice to have friends. I'm having friends that volunteer to transfer all 10,000 cassette tapes. You're kidding. You're so fortunate. And plus, once Larry Gaffney can be hooked, I'll help out too. But uh, Larry's offered to transfer the interviews, which I have here 10 years worth of Yesterday USA, all the interviews and all the Friday night shows and all the that. He, he wants to take a crack at that. I have... <clears throat> I have almost 30 years worth, or 35 years worth of sporting events that I taped. F words! Yes, and just unique stuff that it's just not out in a hobby. So, and it needs to be. And so I got friends who volunteer to help transfer 10,000 cassette tapes. Wow. Yeah, on, on a sad note, Walden, yeah. I understand that Vince Scully is going to retire at the end of this baseball season. And to me, I don't know about you, Walden, yeah. but to me, Vince Scully has got to be the Los Angeles and Brooklyn Dodgers. He is. Um, I haven't heard officially if because he was almost on a. Just gonna wait and see how he felt about it. So if he let the word out, then I I missed it. Yeah, because I I heard him in an interview about a month ago. He said, "I'm just playing it, you know, word by you know time by time." I think with all the mishaps with the Dodgers ownership and stuff. I think, you know, it, it affected Vince Scully. Yeah, well, he fell, he fell out of bed this off-season and was in the hospital for a little while. And, oh. and you remember, he lost his son here a few years ago in a helicopter crash. Oh, ow. Right. Uh, but uh, he's just been a terrific broadcaster. And he is, he's a very learned guy. He, he and Red Barber are somewhat similar that they had multi-interests. And they would... Uh, they just weren't necessarily a sport broadcaster, and uh, Ben is one of those. So, I imagine if he does retire, I'll probably see him at a Pacific Pioneer Broadcasters meeting where they want to do a tribute to him. So, you know, Walden, if you ever yes. have a chance, when baseball is over, of course, yeah. to have an interview on your show with Ben Scully. I would love it. You, you, you better make sure you let us all know. And make it so we can call him. Yeah. Because Vince, you know, Vince Scully has got to be a guy that has so much knowledge, so much stories of of individuals. He he does his homework. He's a classic storyteller. Always telling stories about this individual, that individual. Yep. And he so he does it so well. You know? He's a classic storyteller. I mean, um, baseball and sport broadcasting is sort of the last haven where fans of radio really feel like they bond and have a whole t uh, uh, a home feeling about it. I imagine, I imagine there were broadcasters in Hawaii who did sports of, of the Hawaii college teams who well, people yeah. grew up in Hawaii. Al Michaels to. got his start in Hawaii. Al Michaels did, wow. So, see? And so, Les Skyder got his start in Hawaii. Now, Les Skyder did a lot of um, ocean, I mean, not ocean, um, Cassius Clay, when he was Cassius Clay, right. fights and stuff. Les Skyler. In fact, one of the fights that you got on the CD I sent you has Les Skyler doing blow by blow, you know, along with. Right. Yeah. So, right. so Les Skyler got started in Hawaii. Al Michaels. Yeah, we've we've had several 
uh, notable sportscasters in Hawaii that that worked in Hawaii and then went on to better and <laughs> bigger and better things, <laughs> you know. But but Vince Scully has got to be the dean of baseball. Well, considering he's been doing it for 60 years since 1951 till today, that's a that's a good long run. Yeah, and he needs, he is in his 80s. Yeah, you cannot. You cannot tell. His no. mind and his uh, patter is such uh, that you, he doesn't sound like he slowed down at all. No. No. So you, you pick it up from KBC or what? Yep. KBC. You know, it's, it's still getting strong in here, so I, I, I pick it up there. So. Very good. Yeah. So, um, and do you have any of your his um, play-by-play on cassette? Yes, I do. Good for you. Yes, I do. I have World Series. I have All-Star Games. I have um, interviews that he sat down and did with Larry King. I have those. Vince Scully? Yes. Wow. I have... Priceless. Yeah. And all that needs to be transferred and people to enjoy that. I mean, I, I'm just sitting with all this stuff. Well, when you get, um, when you get it transferred and I get to know and learn about drop boxes yep, and all better. that kind of stuff. Yep. We'll do that. All right. Now, right now, me and Patricia will keep on playing Santa Claus. <laughs> and, and, I, and I, in all seriousness, I really appreciate Patricia because she comes up with, like, her words, some good stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she comes up with some stuff or whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So you're great. Well, anyway, I'll be. I'll, I seriously, I'll be listening. I, <laughs> I, I, I can't resist listening. Or you might, you might talk about me, and I don't want to miss it. You know I what agree. Mean? I agree. Nervous for a minute, gee whiz. But I just say, if you can't say good about somebody, then say nothing at all, right? So be careful. <laughs> now I'm only teasing you guys. But anyway, have fun and and. Um, if you guys have something more interesting or something interesting that I can chime in, I will. But I'm glad I took a nap because I'm wide awake. <laughs> oh, I did too. So that two of us. Yeah, I know. Oh Patri- boy. Patricia doesn't take naps, so so she can just tuck it out. Oh boy. By the way, Patricia, you apologize for being late or whatever. But why were you late? Well, because I wasn't ready. Oh, excuse me. I lost track of time today. She, she was basically rearranging her studio. I didn't finish my homework, and I got messed up with my computers, and I moved computers from one room to another, and then I had to move them back again, and, phew, I'm going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> I guess hooking it up is, a, is always a hassle, right, Patricia? Rehooking it up or whatever. To pull plugs and just just take one and keep pulling it until it got untangled, and then I would take another one and keep pulling it until it untangled itself. They were just all over the place. Yeah, I know. You have to really know where all the spaghetti wires came from because you're a little confused now. Which where did this one go? Where did that one go? And all that kind of stuff. Now this one has teeth, so it goes in here. <laughs> oh, is that is that right? Oh, well, anyway, enjoy the Smith from Hollywood or whatever, and. And the rest of the goodies, and I definitely will be enjoying the goodies I received. And and in the meantime, what's up for tomorrow, Walden? Well, I'm going to be running a little late because I'm going to see B.B. King. 
He is performing here at the Orange County Fair tomorrow night. Wow! And so we got tickets. So we're going to see BB King. So I will be back in here. I would say between 10:30 and 11 o'clock uh, um, California time. And most likely we're going to pick up uh, v, uh, August 10th, 1945, and we'll pick it up with more soap operas. And uh, just seeing what the day was like, people waiting, waiting to go. So we'll we'll just continue that Friday of that week and see if the if the World War Two we're going to end or not. So that's what I got planned. So you'll get to hear just Plain Bill and all those famous soap operas. Oh, oh well, why don't you play Our Gal Sunday? I probably will. It's Sunday, you know. <laughs> Who is that right to have a here, our girl Sunday? Oh, on uh, yeah, remember what, where she was born? <laughs> where was she born? Um, where she grew up? Wait. English? <laughs> well, remember that she, 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 she wound up marrying an English lord. What, the Lord who, Henry Brinsel. Yeah, who, but where, where did she, who was she adopted by? I don't know who. Oh, man, I always had the beginning of those shows. Was she was adopted by two uh, silver miners in Silver Creek, Colorado, oh who gave her the name of Sunny, or some some small town in Colorado. And was it was it was she going to be able to adapt to a life of, of English oh. society when she really was a, from a small town girl? A mining town, right? Uh huh. Mining town. That's a mining town. By the way, you ever heard of a show called Claudia? Uh huh. I have not heard one yet, but I've seen it uh, advertised from radio archives, and I don't know anything about it. I've seen it started in 1947, and that's about all what I know. Oh, one day I'll talk, oh, I'll, off the air, I'll talk about Claudia. Okay. It's that, it's that secret, huh? Well, let's see if we, maybe we took her out, I'm not sure, but I'm not sure. We'll discuss it later. Okay. <laughs> but Patricia, we love you. Take care of yourself. I will. Thank you. Um, I had a nap. I'm in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so I'll be I'll be listening and enjoying whatever. And um, so be careful and have a good time. Aloha from Hawaii. Aloha. Seven one four five four five two zero seven one. I make sure and I lay down and take a nice long nap, so that way I can keep Patricia awake all night long. I am doomed. <sighs> I am doomed. Now I have something. I will say. Hello there, you're on the air. Walden. Yes. It's Tom from Kansas. Tom, how in the world are you doing? I'm doing great. How's the weather in Kansas? Is it 100 degrees plus or what? I don't know. I lied. I'm actually in Nebraska right now. You're in Chad territory. I'm in Chad territory, but I'm not near Chad. What city in Nebraska are you in? Um, Geneva. How big is <laughs> Nebraska? Um, I don't know. How big is 200? I wouldn't be surprised. So there are so many That's small towns in the back. I'm trying to get her to listen to YUSA now. Uh, well, see, if you ever go to Yahoo, Nebraska, there's a big city. Yeah, uh, Yahoo, Nebraska? No, not Yahoo. Uh, Wahoo. Wahoo, Nebraska. Wahoo, Nebraska. Yeah. yeah. I want to go there just to take a picture of the, the uh, city sign. <laughs>
So how you doing, Tom? Well, Sherry and I went to an auction today. And as usual, I spent more money than I intended. Uh-oh. I spent $4 today. <laughs> how will you ever afford to get back home? I got to sell some more lights. <laughs> lights away. Right. How are you, Patricia? I'm fine, Tom. It's good to hear from you. Oh, good to hear you, too. I listened in. I heard the Chad show, uh, was it last week or something? Yeah, he was at the Robert Taylor Film Festival. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. So what did um, you buy for $4? Well, I bought three record albums of 78. So the uh, booklet that have multiple different 78s inside of the album, huh? Right. And one of them was this artist called Ken Griffin. And I don't know who that is. I was wondering if maybe you knew music as well. Nope, that's a new one on me. Okay, and then there's another one that had a lot of mixed titles in there. One of them is a, there's a choral record from Lawrence Welk. Yep, okay. okay. Uh, that's kind of neato. Okay. But... What really intrigued me was, there's this, there's two records in here that have Japanese writing on them. Huh. And one of them says Japanese rumba, and then it has written in Japanese below that, and it's a record by Columbia. And then there's a Victor record that says, um, Ginza Kankan Musumi, or something, I can't even read it. So these are dance records. Well, you know how to ballroom dance? Do I? No, I have two left feet. <laughs> how come we never meet people with two right feet? <laughs> I, I, that's a great question. You've never met now, either. Hmm. You have a 78 record player to play these things, Tom? No, I don't have one yet. So I've got all these records and I can't play them. <laughs> I thought you bought a record player at another auction. I did. I bought three record players at other auctions, and all of them only go up to 33 and, a, well, to 45. Oh, my goodness. Tom, I think you need to go to an auction tomorrow and find a Philco radio from the 40s. Then you know one of those combination models. Then you know you have a record player. Right. Now, listen to this record I got here, because you guys ran a show a few weeks ago. Um, that had uh, an interview with Les Paul on it? Yes. Remember that? Yeah, with, with Ray Bream, correct. Uh-huh. Okay. In one of my record albums here that I bought for $3, <laughs> Yeah. I have a Capitol record that says Les Paul and Mary Ford on it. That's the one. And I'm thrilled to have found this. And I can't wait to play it when I get a record player. <laughs> but I'm hoping that, that Patricia will give me some really easy trivia questions tonight so that I can have her send me a recording of that interview with Les Paul. Ah, but I don't have the... I, I can figure... Well, we can figure out... We can figure out... Um, send a link to Patricia and then she, she would have it. Oh, he, yeah. If Walden sends me a link... Well, you could send Tom the link as well. Uh-huh. Yeah, I just got to learn through worry. Then we'll send the link out, and that way you guys can... There are two Les Paul interviews. We can send okay. both. Okay, um, Walden has been uploading 
material with Larry Gassman and sending out links, and then we can access it, kind of like um, cloud stuff, cloud computing. Right. So we'll get the interview to you. And so if you answer a question, then he'll send you the link. That sounds like a deal to me. I don't have to. <laughs> Good. I get to ask the questions, and Walden gets all the work. Just send me an email, Tom. That way, I know what you, what email address you want me to send you the link to. Okay. All right, Patricia. See if we, give him a hard one. Okay. No, give me an easy one. Like, uh, what was what what was what's Paul original name he used in in show business? I didn't do that, Tom. That's <laughs> I'm innocent. I am innocent. All right, just call it, Patricia. Okay. So I, you, and to Fibber McGee and Molly? Um, uh, you know, just hit me with something, because my brain is pretty cluttered all the time anyway. Okay, well, we'll hit you with Fibber McGee and Molly. Who used to say, you're a hard man, McGee? Oh, um, was that Gildersleeve? Oh, right. Oh, okay. Walden has to go to work? I have to go to work. <laughs> So send me a link, Tom, and we'll, we'll fix you up with both with both with Paul's interviews. Yeah, just an email. Send. Uh-huh. Send me an email. All right. Well, that'd be cool because it was a really fascinating interview. Oh, yeah. Well, Les Paul is one of those geniuses who, if more people knew, created the electric guitar, created the sound, sy the sound system and a lot of the, uh, the multi-track system. Did he create the Hawaiian guitar? Uh, don't know about the wine guitar, but the electric guitar he did. He, and I interviewed him, I think one of his last interviews, for over an hour. And I got to get that transferred. And a really super nice guy, lived into his 90s. He was still performing once a week in New York. Yeah. You know. Alden, are you, are you saying you got to interview Les? I did, uh-huh. My gosh, who haven't you interviewed? Well, there's plenty of people, you know, but I've had, I've been blessed with a few. I learned You're like the most connected guy in Hollywood, you know that, right? Well, yeah. I, I have people black little books. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I can get call. If we connected wires to him, he'd look like AT&T. <laughs> <laughs> Patricia, are you being naughty today? I have, I have a less right elbow was frozen, mm. which made it, of course, extremely critical for a guitar player. And that's why in his later years, you will see him with his guitar held much lower and a right arm, a stiff right arm plucking at the strings. So it's, it's just a cool position that he assumed. It was a necessary position to accommodate the arm injury. Wow. We'll be getting more Lady Bream interviews fairly soon, but, uh, no, Les Paul's an interesting, interesting guy, very nice guy, and, uh... He seemed like a very personable... Very personal. He was... Guy. His original name in show business was Rhubarb Red. Rhubarb Red? Yes. Rhubarb... Rhubarb Red. Like this vegetable. Like, like the vegetable, yeah. Because he was playing country music. When he first got going in the 30s. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Then he hooked up with Fred Waring. And he went into the service. And he was still called Rhubarb Red until uh, 
until they decided to make the move into Hollywood, Tina Trio, uh, and then he was discovered in Bing Crosby's little private uh, studio. Do you remember um, about what year he invented the um, multi-track recording? I, yeah, I think it was about 40, 49, because he did, most of all his great inventions he did in the garage. And he was already in Hollywood at the time, and I think he did all that in 48 and 49. All right, well, that interview you guys played was really eye-opening to me, because I only knew him as the guy who made guitars. I didn't realize he invented multi-track recording oh, and yeah. the electric guitar as we know it today, and I had no idea until I heard that interview. He, 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 he was inducted into the Inventors Hall of Fame in New Jersey, you know, one of those with Thomas Alvis Edison. Yeah, see, I had no idea. Yeah. No idea, but, you know, I live in an eggshell over here. <laughs> you, know, you live in Kansas. How Kansas doing anyway? You guys had a pretty good summer so far? What, what, are you guys getting ready for Christmas? What's the deal over there? Well, you know I'm getting ready for Christmas all the time. I know. And you are not going to believe the new stuff we have. Uh-oh. We've, we've got things that, that will blow people's minds that, well, that you know. Blind guys, will, weeks, you know that. Blind people will be able to see it before you know it, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I I know one blind guy who really likes his multicolor change. That's right. I got him right here. They're ready to go. That's cool. That's cool. Hey, I forgot. You told me you 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 wear them or you put them. I I, I decided to have them here handy for the Christmas in July, and I'm gonna probably wear them for uh, our Christmas show, Christmas Eve fall on Saturday night this year. So. Guess who, who gonna be with us all night long with our Christmas lights? That's cool. Yeah. Well, let me tell you, you may not realize it, but you're an inspiration to me, Walden. Oh, thank you, Tom. I appreciate that. Okay. Well, you're welcome. I appreciate that. Just want you to know that before I have to say it at your eulogy or something. <laughs> considered having a pre-funeral party where I would sit in a corner and let people say all these wonderful things about me because when I'm dead, I won't know. Right, exactly. I do know I do know a man who had a funeral for himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He invited all his family and said, this is going to be my funeral because I want to be here to enjoy it. And he, he's one of these guys, he's always a jokester, but he literally held a funeral for himself, invited all his friends and family, and uh, they, had a, they had, had a big party and... Just, just a lot of fun. He's just a silly guy. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. Well, really, funerals are not for the dead. It's for us. Who, mm-hmm. And if you got somebody who has a sense of humor, he said he, he would want them to have a good time. You bet. Right. I agree. You know? I agree. I agree. So are you going to be in the back of the mall? What, what's the routine for you? Um, no, I'm, I'm just, I'm visiting a friend here that's an hour north of me. Okay. Because uh, I'm in... Where I live is just 10 minutes from Nebraska. Mm-hmm. So I've got a friend up here in Geneva that I'm visiting, and we went to the auction together. And I said I was a big spender. I spent $4. She spent $2.50. Oh, they were so thrilled that you were there and so disappointed when you left. You supported the economy, Tom. <laughs> I know. Hey, I did my part as much as I could afford. <laughs> well, they're $4 further ahead than if you hadn't been there. So you really did do your part. You're right. Right. Plus, it cost me a lot of gas money to get up here, so... Right. You know, it's so neat when you 
you live close enough to a border to say, I'm walking to Nebraska today. <laughs> yeah. You know, I lived in New York for a while on the New Jersey border, and I could walk to New Jersey. So, you know, it was pretty cool. I'm walking to New Jersey today. What? Yeah. Could do that. So, okay, well, I will get on Walden's case and make sure that you get the Les Paul interviews because you earned them. All right. All right. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. You bet. Hey, Tom, thanks for calling. Take care, Tom. Good to hear from you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. There you are, buddy Tom. We haven't heard from Tom in a few months, so that's oh, good. a long time. 714-545-2071. Keep the phone ringing. We love to hear from you. Now, I have to say something. Oh, four <laughs> calls in a row. I missed it. Hello oh. there, you're on there. Uh oh, somebody talking in the background. Hello, I heard the eagle landed. <laughs> the eagle has landed. Oh, man. What a hoot you are. I got a dead chicken in the mail. <laughs> Patricia can walk up her magic shell. I, I don't know about magic with a chicken. I'll have to, I'll have to work up a performance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I will appear. Ralph, <laughs> Tony, you are just a pair. I'll tell you. <laughs> Too much fun. Thank you very much for making so much fun for us. Oh, yeah. Oh, I had more fun with it than you did, probably. <laughs> I really enjoyed doing it. And, you know, I, I went to the mailbox, and I got my mail, and there's there's this package, and it's not big, it's not huge, and, you know, I opened it, and here's this poor chicken all folded up. <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot of for myself. I like this. Well, I took him out of the bag, and he went, Slung! <laughs> He's all back in shape again. You really didn't see it, did they? Say what? Was there anyone there at the mailbox when you pulled a chicken out? Nobody was there at the mailbox, and I didn't open it until... Oh. Did not open it. No, I, I, I think... Well, they don't know who I am. I mean, my you know, neighbors come and go in an apartment community, so <laughs> maybe I would have been safe. I don't know. Well, think about it. If you were at a mailbox and you were, you know, a bank of mailboxes and you were taking your mail out of your mailbox and this person next to you had a rubber chicken. (laughs) Your thought would be funny. Yeah, it would be funny, but, you know, you wouldn't exactly think the person was all there, you know? 
I got him in my hand right now. Come here, chicken. <laughs> oh, it's, it's more than eight. Did you stretch him? <laughs> or is he, not, is he just rubberized on the outside? Well, is he all look, rubber? Look at this. His right foot's longer than his left foot. At least my chicken's that way. <laughs> his left foot is longer than his right foot. Well, Mike, the other way around. I have a right foot chicken. Official carpenter's measure here and he is 24 inches 20 wow. inches from from beak to claw 25 inches that's a big chicken he's gonna eat a lot what do you feed the chicken you know you know what you gotta do you know you have the chicken you have to get a henway oh no i'm not gonna fall for that one. Oh no <laughs> oh you know that one well, then you have to get a henway. Um, how much does a henway? Ten pounds? <laughs> <laughs> He's got yeah, you got it. We are so smart, Ralph. We are so smart yep, tonight. Yep, yep, yep. Well, I don't have any uh, new stories. All my stories are aged. <laughs> well, I have... What, what did I have? Oh, I have a theme for tonight. Uh, you don't have any chicken stories? No. See now uh, when I what? when people say, "Do you what's have?" What's the theme? But when people ask me now, "Do you have a chicken story?" I can say yes. Oh, okay, yeah. How many people? Works. How many people ever asked you, "Do you have a chicken story?" Mm. Not very no. many. No. <laughs> uh, the only chicken story I had, I I told you guys about it. Yes, and, and that was a good chicken story, and it was even a better chicken story when we were going to get a baby chick named Walden and a baby chick named Patricia. But instead we... Yeah, I, I, I wish I would have labeled them for you, but... <laughs> wish you, you had what? Labeled them for us. Put labels on them. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I'll fix that. I'll make a little medallion and, and hang it around her neck. How about that? Oh, I mean, it's I'm, uh, I, you can't say this word on there. I, uh, um, gender. I, I cannot gender the chicken. I do not know what gender it is. Well, you, you just have to check every day for eggs. <laughs> if you don't get any, it's a rooster. <laughs> oh, you got that, Walden? Uh-huh. If, if you don't have, well, see, if you don't have eggs, you could have a malfunctioning hen. Yeah, I guess that's a possibility. Well, I have a theme tonight, Ralph. Are you ready? Yes, ma'am. Want your favorite comic strip or cartoon character? A chicken! <laughs> say, say again, please. Your favorite comic strip or cartoon character? Oh, you know, it's kind of a toss-up between Little Abner and the Cats and Jammer kids. I got a kick out of both of those. 
What did you like about the cats and jammers? Well, uh, my my father was German, and he he could speak German, although he didn't speak German in the household because my mother was Scotch Irish. Ah, okay. I, I just liked Hans and Fritz, and uh, and the, the uh, it was kind of a simple thing, but I was only maybe five or six years old when I first discovered them. I really liked them. Sounds like great fun. And plus, uh, they were on the front page of the comic uh, section of the paper. Uh-huh. They were the first ones you would see. So you got to see them before anything else. Okay. Yes. That makes sense. Yeah, I used to get the, uh, the comic weekly from the New York Journal American. And they had a, on Sunday, they had a real big comic section. It was uh, the same format as a regular-sized newspaper. It wasn't abbreviated in any way. And uh, maybe you got two cartoons on each face of the page. Uh-huh. Sounds cool. It was fun. Sounds cool to me. Okay, you passed the test. Good. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you want to pass the next test and have a question? Well, I, I'm sorry. I'm always willing. Yeah, you know, you really are a good sport about all of this. Okay. Don Wilson was the announcer for which comedian? Oh, oh Wilson, that was, uh, that was Jack Benny. Very good. He also was uh, announcer for a couple others. Yeah, Benny's uh, the only one that I That's really all. was familiar with. After I'll get Don and Alfred Patricia. I don't want it. All right, all right. You don't want it. I think my phone is breaking up again. Yeah, yeah, I hear it clicking. It's fine. Anyway, listen, uh, what was it? Oh, Benny used to beat him up for being overweight, didn't he? Yes, Jack Benny was merciless. No, I won't say merciless. He was, he got picked on as often as Jack got picked on for his stinginess, or supposed stinginess. Right. Yeah, he was... Uh, Benny was one of the best, that's for sure. He was a big guy, Don Wilson. Oh, yeah. There was a lot of people in him. I, re I remember seeing uh, pictures of him, and he was a big fella. Uh-huh. Is that the chicken? That's the chicken. <laughs> it, wants, it wants food. Sounds like it needs to be oiled, I don't know. Squeaky. Uh, uh, how are you making out with your experiment? Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> You're too funny. That was, that was a real chuckler. I really enjoyed that. Okay, I have um, a surprise coming to you from last week. I will just put in a second surprise because you never know what you want, right? Or you, you, have that, you have that exactly right. I just don't know. Uh, all the things that, that were in, in front of my mind, I, I already got, so uh, whatever you come up with is fine. Okay, I will do that. All righty. You are so terrific. Thank you so much for my chicken. You're more than welcome. I, I enjoy you guys so much. <laughs> it's our pleasure to have you out there. Thanks, Ralph. Okay, good night, folks. All right, Ralph. Take care. Bye. There we go. 
714-545-2071. Keep the phone ringing. I am just so disappointed. I was doing fine here. Am I gurgling to you? You sound just terrific. I sound fine. Okay, so as long as as long as long I'm the only one... Five. There you go. Number five in a row. Hello there. You're on the air. Hey, it's Richard from Richardson. <laughs> oh, there you are. How in the I'm, world I'm being you? held hostage in a hospital in Dallas. Oh, my God. Oh, no. We've been acting about you for the last couple, few weeks, so now we know. I was just about to call y'all last week when uh, a hose to our watching machine broke. Uh-oh. And water and. And I got this frantic, I was in another room, and I got this frantic call from my daughter-in-law to go check on my wife, because all of a sudden, she was just yelling, water, water. <laughs> <laughs> we had to go deal with that. Oh, dear. By the time that got calmed down, I just went to sleep. <laughs> well, what happened to you? How are you feeling? Are you doing Okay. Oh, yeah, I'm fine. As uh, people who have tried to listen to me play musical instruments know, I have terrible rhythm. And apparently that that uh, pertains to my heart at the same time as well. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So uh, I'm in a heart hospital in Dallas and uh, really kind of in a holding pattern. Uh, Monday they're going to do a procedure to check out the electrical operation of my heart, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll go from there. It doesn't hurt, I must say. Yeah. So how long have you been in? You been in since yesterday? When, when did you actually check? No, I went to an emergency room uh, just after midnight uh, Wednesday morning. Mm. Wow, you've been there a long time. Yeah, then they moved me over here. To check out what the uh, doctor this morning called your funky rhythms. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like disco to me. Yeah, I don't know. They say on the monitors that it'll be one thing for a little while and then all of a sudden it goes. <laughs> okay. And I don't feel it. You don't? Isn't that interesting? I mean, I feel it if it gets really bad. But I don't feel these that they're talking about. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so it goes. Uh, in 2005, I, I uh, had a much more violent uh, episode, and I was unconscious for nine days. Mm-hmm. So this is a piece of cake. Listen, let me tell you what happened early this morning in Dallas. Hey. Water came out of the sky, <laughs> fell right out of the sky. I don't know who did that, how it worked, but water came out of the sky. And this time it wasn't the washing machine. Yeah. Did it, did, did, did it cool down Dallas or did it, did it, did it are we still hey, triple digit? Today it did not reach 90 degrees. Oh my God. Today oh. was coolest day since May. Get out the coats. And, uh, oh, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and of course, today, my wife took our truck to the uh, <laughs> oh, right. shop to get the air conditioning fixed. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, you know, 89 degrees, you still want air conditioning, but 
Uh, tomorrow it's supposed to be 102 again. We got within about three days, two or three days, of uh, having the all-time record for consecutive days of 100 degrees or better. You got up to, what, 41 straight days or something, right? Yeah, yeah, 40, 41 days, mm-hmm. and the record is 42. Well, maybe you guys can get, get it this time. Today, today we would have set the record. You missed but, it. Uh, you missed it only Thursday, because you had... Thursday it didn't make it. What's that? You missed the record because you had a break in between. You had like 30 days and then two days that you didn't hit 100, and then you started from scratch all over again. But you have had a brutal summer. Well, it's been very interesting. Uh, There's an old-time saying, country saying in Texas, you know, to somebody, you're as welcome as rain. (laughs) And now I know what they mean. I mean, this is the first time I've ever, I've actually got to see it rain in more than two months. I heard that you guys are like 20 inches below trying to break the drought. And it's worse in in Oklahoma. Yeah. You know, those people are in a dust bowl again. Yeah. 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 So we're counting on Florida and California to supply us with all of our foodstuffs. <laughs> We're doing fine in the rain department, which is a blessing for us because we've been in a drought for more than 10 years. We have not had a hot summer, so we're okay here. We're, we'll probably get in September like we normally do, but uh, so we'll be able to feed Texas from the, the crops from California. Good. We'll send care packages. Uh, yeah. Yeah, if I we'll send care packages down there. We can a couple of weeks, I went to Baton Rouge, Louisiana. The, the family patriarch that we got those uh, DVDs for passed away. Uh, but, but, uh, oh, I'm so sorry. Well, he had a smile on his face, but I think he enjoyed them. I'm glad. I'm glad that you were able to get them to him. Anyway, it was rainy, rainy when I was over there. And that seems so funny, you know, real high humidity and raining all the time. Mm-hmm. See, I, you know, I lived on the coast for many years, and that was, you know, that would go on for months at a time sometimes, you know, raining every day or every other day. But not in Dallas. <laughs> in Dallas. I sent you a surprise this week. What's that? I sent you a surprise this week. You did. You're so sweet. No. You're so sweet. <laughs> I, I really, I really enjoyed Walden's uh, interview last night about the big show. Oh, with Martin Grams? Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. He's gonna be writing an article and probably putting it up on his website. So that was fun. Wow. You know, he's a he. For a kid of 33 years old, written 18 books on the topic, he's just an amazing, amazing resource. Wow. Yeah. But, I mean, it's so fabulous, the folks that had oh. uh, been involved in all of that and how, uh, I don't know, how generous they seem to be with their their memories and, uh, and their talents. A lot of them were. Um, some, some just didn't remember all. So always, yes, you know, Richard, it takes a pretty good 
interview to get something out of it when somebody don't remember too much details. But oh yeah, you know what I'm interested in. Hopefully, uh, Richard and Parsi sat down and did a one-hour interview with Tallulah Banker for his radio show. So I hopefully oh, wow. can write in a copy of that someday. We can put that up on the air. And uh, I have to. I'm gonna have to look and see who. Well, I mean, what she looked like as a young, young lady, because I bet she was a knockout. She was a knockout. She really was. She was a very beautiful woman. She had angular features that all worked together. They, and but such a, such a brilliant person. Yeah, she was. I mean, she could just come up with something. I mean, I don't think all those lines were written for her. No, they weren't. No, she was... I've heard you. Very sharp. Quoted at too many parties and stuff. Yeah, very sharp-tongued person. She was um, very. Uh, who was her father that was the speaker of the house? Uh, well, bank if uh, bank head from 1930 before Sam Rayburn took over. Oh, okay. And so uh, I guess we can look up in history book, but it was bank head. I forget his first name. And then I think her then her grandfather was a U.S. senator from Alabama. So. Uh, Definitely had a long line of politics the Bankhead family did in Alabama. That's fabulous. Yeah. Interesting. Now, last weekend, y'all kept coming up with stuff that I had been thinking about, like, uh, what's his name, Freeze? Paul, Paul Freeze. Uh, Paul Freeze, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, because my wife and I had watched... Um, the St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Oh. He, he narrates it. Oh, I just know that. She, and she said, uh, that's Orson Welles, isn't it? And I said, no, not, it doesn't sound, it's somebody else. And I looked it up. And then I looked up about him, and I was amazed that he was, you know, Boris Badenoff and Bullwinkle, Rocky and Bullwinkle, and uh-huh. so many voices that I was familiar with. He was just uh, remarkable. Just remarkable. And then, uh, oh, when you were talking about the, the trains at Grand Central Station. Uh-huh. Yes. They stopped uh, early in the, either late in the 19th or early 20th century, they uh, forbid anything but electric trains to come into to, uh, Manhattan because... So much of it was tunnels, mm. and they, they had an incident in which a, a train got blocked in a tunnel, and a bunch oh. of people got killed, and it was a steam engine. Oh. So mm. everything had to be electrified. Now, that doesn't mean that they didn't run, you know, something special through every now and then. I don't know, mm-hmm. but uh, by and large, it all had to be electrified. So that's the end of my expertise about Grand Central Station. Don't you want to know what Awfully I sent? <laughs> you want to know what I sent? What? Walden, what did I send him? It, it was the entire broadcast day of... Oh. You, oh. JSV uh, with Arthur Godfrey? Yeah. I found it. The entire ni- day of 1939, you hear Arthur Godfrey's morning show for the first two, three hours. Oh, that's fabulous. Yeah. 
I could time travel. <laughs> you had asked for it months ago, and I just came across it, and I thought you would like oh, it. Oh, that's so sweet. So I know, especially because, you know, it was in my head, and I said, I just, I had no idea what you and Walden were talking about, and poof, there it was. Mm -hmm. So I grabbed it. Well, you know, I'm sure a lot of it, you know, the soaps and everything probably aren't going to be too exciting. But, I mean, even to listen to the commercials and the oh, news, yeah. you know, a lot of the stuff that, like like what you had last night, I think, or not last night, but... Uh, last Sunday. Uh, you know, they would have the news. Yep. From, you know, during the Watergate thing, and, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, that was... That was deep. Cause, uh, well, interesting, because what you're getting, you'll have 18 soaps. You'll even have an Amos and Andy show. You'll have the Major Bowes Amateur Hour and his announcer with Ralph Edwards. Oh, really? Yes. Wow. They recorded it day because this is when Roosevelt asked Congress for the lend lease for Britain. And it's always such an historical day. You know, it's like three weeks after... England and Germany went to war, they recorded this whole broadcast day. And that's why we have it. So we have a feel. You even hear a baseball game. Uh, you, you have a feel what local radio was like in Washington, D.C. Oh, that'll be very interesting. Mm -hmm. Did you, uh, do you happen to have any recordings of uh, baseball games uh, 